For Friday, January 29, the 29th day of 2021. There are 336 days left in the year. Good morning, MB, guiding you through In the Know at K105. It's on Litchfield's Country Station, 1039. The Moose live online at K105.com via the Apple and Android smartphone app using the SoundCloud or iTunes podcast on Facebook Watch, on YouTube Live, on Periscope. And the hashtag is in the know. Coming up today, we will update you on the latest news headlines from around the community, the county, the Commonwealth, and the country. We'll get you ready for the weekend. The Super Bowl is a little bit over a week away. And uh, we figure out what's going on with the stock market. That and a whole lot more coming up today here on In the Know. Settling into my left, rolling Mach 9 with her hair on fire, is my beautiful wife, the beautiful girl. It's beach. Good morning, sweetheart. Good morning. How you doing? I'm okay. I, I'm kind of blindsiding you with this a little bit, but okay. should should we trade in my stock portfolio for some GameStop or some AMC? You know, I'm I'm lousy with Twitter stock. Okay. Well, I'm I'm telling you, if you were going to do that, I would go with AMC. Go with AMC today yeah. instead of the instead of the GameStop, but not Bed Bath and Beyond or any of the others that are being mentioned. Well, of what I know, I would go with AMC. You'd feel sad if I traded in my Twitter stock, though, wouldn't you? Since you bought bit, it for yeah. me because I wanted it so much. I'm lousy. I got a big portfolio of Twitter stock. I got one whole share. It's gonna be worth something someday. She is the pride of Pumpkin Center, the heiress to the great Mini Burger fortune. She's Vera Wang's arch nemesis and the professional bargain hunter's woman of the year, Misty Embry Thomas. Hey, here we go. Misty. You know, I'm well. I will say that in my two weeks trading history, I've not seen anything like this ever. <laughs> in your two weeks of trading history? I've never seen anything like I, this. Listen, I, uh, there's been a lot of... Com- I told you yesterday, I don't really know what short stocking is. I feel like I should know more. You know, I've seen mm-hmm. I've seen lots of uh, movies about Wall Street and traders, yeah. and I, I should be an expert, but I'm not. Um, but I, I really appreciate your husband, uh, mm-hmm. your your husband of 25 years mm-hmm. uh, and dear friend of mine for longer than that, by the mm-hmm. way. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, to be clear, he met me before he met you. Mm-hmm. And uh, but he's you know, all, always <laughs> looking out in our best interest and being part of our research staff. He really is. He has been able to come up with a succinct. He found about the most direct explanation for what's going on in the stock market yes. that there is. Okay. Yeah. And and I feel like it needs to be shared. I do too. Online who are like, what is going on with the stock market? Is there anyone who can explain this in normal person terms? And so I decided I want to do that because like I 
own stocks, so I not a moment too soon. Have a pretty good understanding of the stock market, and from what I understand, there are these people who are they have lots of money and they have hedges hedges. around their house. Around their house, good. And they go to the market, but it's like not a real market. It's a metaphor. It's metaphorical, but it's real. Metaphorical, but real. Yeah, and they um, they go, uh, uh oh, that that company is not doing well. So I want to, I'm gonna make it do worse. So they um they pull out some papers and they go, who want uh who wants to make a deal? They start. Can I say it seems like we're watching the Miss South Carolina teen pageant at the moment? You yes. know, yeah. <laughs> yes. Isn't it wasn't it Miss Teen South Carolina that infamously I, the I believe I the people of the Iraq was, and yes. the Iran? Yes, yes, and, yes. Uh, okay. They're making deals and they say if the if this price if this company's good if it stays if it goes down then I get money from you and if it goes up then I'll give you money but uh they don't tell you that it's not it's not going to go up I mean they will make it so it goes down but is this the new treasury secretary of the Biden administration <laughs> yes it is yeah we're then, thankful for her there was this online reading club that was like oh, well not today not today <laughs> we want hedges too and we so want hedges hedges for everyone they um, went into their bank accounts, and then they also went to the market, and they were like, uh, bye, bye, bye. To market, to market, to uh, market, we go. company, and uh, changed it a lot. A and lot. So now, uh, the initial people, mm-hmm. the hedges have to... We're all still following along, yes, correct? Yes, okay. yeah. Give, yeah. They have to give their hedges, I think. <laughs> they give them yeah. their hedges. I think... I love the fact that she yeah, calls. If you have any questions, just let me know. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. That's Thank you. the best no. part. But who has questions if, if, after that, right? <laughs> it's almost a mic drop thing. Yeah. How dare you yeah. have any questions yeah. because I explained it so directly and, and, and succinctly. An online book club. <laughs> online book club. <laughs> yeah. But, but, and they have hedges. Yeah. But then they like have to give them their hedges. hedges. Yeah. Which is just, it's the way the world should work. I, I, if I wronged you, yeah. you get my hedges. Yeah. Just, yeah. Now, um, I'm going to try. I know that was a, that was an elementary, uh, explanation. Uh-huh. I want to try and distill it down one more level. I'm going to try and go pre K. Okay. Here. Very good. Okay. Yeah. So the hedge fund guys. Bet that GameStop stock price would go down at the end of this month, which is known as shorting the stock. Mm-hmm. So they wagered it was going to go down. Then the people on Reddit didn't like that they were giving uh, driving GameStop out of business, so they organized and got as many people as they could to buy stock in GameStop. This forced the hedge funds who'd bet against it to start betting on it to shore up their potential losses. So if you're at the if you're at the the uh, at Churchill Downs and you bet on all the horses, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> you're going to win, but Something, you just need yeah. the you need more horses like the the mm-hmm. horses with longer odds, you need them more. So all the money that they poured in, 
the hedge funds poured in to cover their behinds continued to drive up the stock price. So basically, here's a simplistic way to look at it. I'm going to I'm going to explain this to you in 1980s terminology. If this were Pac-Man, the ghosts are now killing themselves and the only way to keep playing is to put in more coins. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I understand shorting a little bit. Quite a bit actually. I understand shoddy more than than shorting. Okay, shoddy. (laughs) Uh, All right. Uh, I don't know where my weather forecast went to, but uh, hey, weather. Mm -hmm. Rain tomorrow night. I don't think it'll be snow in our area. I think we're too far south to get uh, some of the snow that's being predicted for the region. But it was cold this morning, was Mm -hmm. it not? Uh, Y'all. Code. (laughs) C-O-D was code this morning. You all both are wearing vests. Yeah, because it was like, Burke, it's cold outside. There must be some Toros in the atmosphere. So (laughs) 1.9 trillion, no, yeah, 1.9 trillion dollar aid package that the Biden administration is proposing and the Republican Party wants it split. Democrats in Congress and the White House are rejecting a Republican plan to split Biden's $1.9 trillion COVID-19 rescue plan into smaller chunks yesterday, with lawmakers appearing primed to muscle the economic and virus aid forward without GOP help. Uh, Despite the president's call for unity, Democrats said the stubbornly high unemployment numbers and battered U.S. economy leave them unwilling to waste time courting Republican support that might not materialize anyway. There's two. This is going to be this is going to be an early test for the Biden administration. If they can do this, they you can take this as a sign that they're unstoppable. If the GOP can get this busted up or can turn this virus, this aid package to the tune of one point nine trillion dollars away, then you'll see that there's a fighting chance for some level of of bipartisanship over the next four years, but with control of the White House, the House of Representatives, and now the Senate having a mathematical majority there, if they can just ramrod this $1.9 trillion through, they can do about anything they want to. And so this is going to be an important test early on to see how much power they have. And if they have it, then conservatives need to be concerned. Yep. If they don't, then you might live to fight a couple of years from now whenever the uh, Republicans may be able to retake uh, the House and uh, send Pelosi packing at least away from the, the speakership. So we'll see what happens with that. But uh, listen, there are some things in there. Um, uh, Mr. you're a strong proponent for increased wages, and I think increased wages in the free market are absolutely vital to the growth of a community. Uh, but but just arbitrarily raising the floor, you're just levelizing it for everyone involved, I don't think accomplishes anything in the end except eliminate jobs because people will go running for automation. But we do need, to be clear, we need more $15 or $20 an hour jobs, but in a competitive marketplace, you need to be then retaining and recruiting the best and the brightest from the labor force to earn those wages, to make those companies successful, that then pay profits, taxes, and et cetera, and churn the economy. But just taking everyone who's making, is it 750 Seven, seven, seven twenty-five, and just saying, okay, that's now double. Well, then there's an there's an arbitrary reaction to that doubling. So, 
I just I, there's too much in the 1.9 trillion dollars that's going to be detrimental that now we're holding schools and financial aid to those people who need it we're kind of holding them hostage over something we're also trying to squeeze in yeah. to this deal. I so. think it's 725. Do you think it's 750? It's it's in that I think it's in that, it's in that range. 725 <laughs> is is what my HR books are saying that they could be past oh. the raise. I know if you are federal construction, you're you're um, it's ten like ten thirty five. I take so a little bit different. of pride in not knowing what minimum wage is because it's always been my intention to never pay it. Yeah, I didn't like it when I earned it because I felt in ways it was my employer saying to me, I "If I could pay you less, I would." And yeah. so I have always, over the last, you know, twenty six. It uh, is seven twenty five. Seven twenty five. Yeah. So and it's uh, and it varies by the way. Some states have a higher minimum wage, mm-hmm. and if you can if. If you see that wage as being more advantageous, you're free to move there and pursue those wages. But I do believe what you'll find is there's also an increase in cost of living to match perhaps the the here's, levied mandated increased wage. Here's a, a great example of that is in California and San Francisco, San Francisco and a couple other places, the federal government has deemed poverty at six figures. Because the cost of living is so high there that they're having a hard time retaining teachers because they're way below poverty and what they're making there because their poverty guidelines in that area are literally over $100,000. Well, here in Kentucky, uh, depending on your household, but it's going to range in the twenty dollars to $30,000. So $15 an hour in San Francisco is is way less than seven twenty five an hour here. However, I am a fan of you're going to have to pay people more if – if we want people to come off of welfare, if we want people to come off the system, and we want us to stop having to pay for people's livelihood, I'm a fan of anybody who will work, work to make a living. If your company is only paying enough that they still qualify for government programs, then I'm going to say shame on you. Get get your employees to a place that they don't qualify for government programs anymore. They don't have to depend on the taxpayers to supplement their income so that they can have a decent lifestyle that they don't qualify for WIC or insurance. Just mm-hmm. that that's what frustrates me is is when I pay in my taxes and I know people who are working are still having to stand in line to get government assistance because the employer refuses to make less money so that they can make more money. Also, and there are big corporations that do that every day. Also, too, I think it's important to point out for those people who either maybe are getting into the workforce or have never been in the workforce, the minimum wage is never intended to be called a living wage. Mm-hmm. The minimum wage is what I call the great sorting hat. You might have to go to work for a convenience store or whatever for some period of time and earn minimum wage until you sort of prove your mettle, earn experience, showcase your value. And I promise you that if you're if you're good at those types of tasks, people will pay you more to do more. But but you're given a promise that that's not true. They're not. They're not. And that's the problem is these big corporations, the one that makes you the most frustrated, they're not. I have a friend Ah, who has worked for the same place for 30 years. And to this day, if she were to get pregnant, she would qualify for WIC. That is pathetic. And this corporation is one of the top earning in our nation. That is pathetic. Shame on you. COVID uh, totals yesterday reported by the governor, 69 new deaths. It was the I believe the highest um, a record, 69 deaths reported yesterday, bringing the state total to 3,611. The rolling seven-day positivity rate uh, experienced a drop again yesterday to 9.04. And we were in the 12s and 13s 
a couple of weeks ago. So to perhaps go under nine today would be nice. Uh, you know, a high death day is a result as as a result of the high uh, positives that we had a week and two weeks ago with people succumbing to that. So we'll see the we'll see the daily deaths start to go down as we see positivity go down and total cases go down. The governor also reported a new website, uh, vaccine.ky.gov, the partnership with Kroger Health, <clears throat> the uh, first um, vaccination, regional vaccination center is what they're calling. is going to be at the Kentucky Horse Park starting February 1st. You can find information on that at vaccine.ky.gov. There are going to be three others that will come online soon. Uh, Danville, and then two in Paducah, I believe. And then uh, Josh Embry from the Grayson County Health Department uh, said yesterday that they have partnered with Owensboro Health Twin Lakes Medical Center in submitting a proposal to open a mass vaccination site here in Grayson County. That proposal has been submitted to state officials for approval, so hopefully we'll get good news on that. Uh, Josh also reported 13 new cases since Tuesday's update and 129 active cases in Grayson County. You talked to Josh last hour. Uh, yep. Anything to tack on to that? They did find out this morning we were not approved this week. Okay. They are supposed to be approving new vaccination sites every Thursday. He's frustrated. He's hoping that by next week we will be approved. They have a place at the Ronald H. Hudson Fire Station to open a bay and drive people through, mm -hmm. then park them across the street for their 15-minute waiting period with um, first responders watching for adverse reactions. So they have a plan in place. The state just has to approve it now. So I ask him as a community, is there anything we can do, someone we can call? He says Representative Heverin and yeah. Meredith are already on it. Okay. Uh, no sense in calling right now, but he will keep us updated. I have an idea. Mm -hmm. Let's get a Kroger. That would be great. However, <laughs> don't you? I mean, don't, don't you think that is as much? I mean, that if I'm just saying, yep. if you're if you're mm -hmm. Team Kentucky, mm -hmm. according to the Bashir administration, yep. and you're partnering with Kroger, uh -huh. then aren't you probably giving some preference to locations with mm -hmm. a Kroger? Yep. Or A.K. Roger, or however you would like to pronounce it. Grayson County Schools will remain on an A.B. schedule through the month of February. Continuation of the schedule allows them to maintain social distancing within schools and classrooms, according to officials. Grayson County still in a red zone, but we're heading in the uh, heading in a better direction. But uh, AB alternating schedule for the month of February. I won't be surprised if we don't finish the school year on AB. Would you be surprised no. at that? You can read about a K105.com, a high-speed pursuit spanning two counties led to an arrest of a man wanted for murder in Pennsylvania. And you can, again, see that at K105.com. GOP lawmakers are proposing a bill to legalize historical horse racing. Senator John Schickel from Union. Is Union in western Kentucky? Would Union be close to Anderson and Ellis Park in that area? I think there's a chance that that is. Uh, he announced yesterday that he will introduce a bill when lawmakers return next week for the second part of the 2021 regular session. He says the bill, which I am pleased to say will be co-sponsored by Senate President Robert Stivers, will address the recent Kentucky Supreme Court decision on paramutual wagering and ensure that historical horse racing facilities are able to continue operating. All right. 
They're going to get some shove back from that from conservative groups, religious foundations, the family foundation. I got it. Those what the, those groups should do that. They don't want to just go allow uh, gambling to go unfettered and just establish a root system everywhere. Mm-hmm. But I will tell you that I do believe it is um, a bit hypocritical of our legislature to basically turn a blind eye to the horse racing industry because their lobby is so powerful and because mm-hmm. we like horses and we've got some nice horse racing events. As a matter of fact, we have the signature horse racing event in the world. Mm-hmm. So we'll say, well, because you all are so important, we're going to let you all operate these casino things, mm-hmm. but nobody else. And so it's it's almost like a government-sanctioned monopoly. Mm-hmm. So for them to come in and just carve out some language that says no casino-style gambling unless you're friendly to horses. Mm-hmm. So I just it, – it, it's a bit – it's got hypocrisy to it. There's that a lot of hypocrisy in, in the entire gambling thing. I just um, – I, I mean, I'm not telling you if I'm for it or against it. I'm just saying – be consistent. I don't want to see casinos on every corner, but if I if I want to go to a casino, I also, I also know where I can go and, and go to one. But I just, from a legislative, like when you legislate something mm-hmm. that says, hey, we're anti-gambling, but we like you horse people, so you all just slot machine it up. And, I like, and I like the keys money my kids get to yep. go to college, and I'm going to continue to accept that money. And use that. It's coming from the lottery system. The Kentucky Derby winner, Authentic, won the Horse of the Year honor. Speaking of horses, uh, no high school basketball for tonight, but both boys and girls at Grayson County High School will be in action tomorrow. You can hear um, you can hear one of those games on K105, one on the moose. You can see both of them on K105 Digital Productions. So two times tomorrow, the U.K. women. Turned back Alabama, 81-68, to 68, so good for them. And then this uh, headline got my attention. A chimpanzee at an Australian zoo escaped from its enclosure early yesterday morning, but it returned to the exhibit without any intervention. So chimpanzee breaks loose, and then next thing you know, turns around and comes back. Do we know what he did while he was away? Well... I mean, I can infer, he, he probably but... follow the path of Curious George. And, <laughs> I love the and, fun. But... <laughs> he probably got out with the humans and went, I'm going back the to the animals. The <laughs> These people have lost their minds out here. Yeah, but, you know, I think when he got back, they said, well, what made you, what made you come back? And he said, hey, it's hard out here for a chimp. That's <laughs> 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 true. It is. Got to get to a break. We'll come back. More on the way here on In the Know. This is Joshua M. Sits a ragged tent where there ain't no trees and that gospel. Corn chip day. I love corn chips. Well, corn chips I like them good. well enough, but there's a time and place for those. Mm. Yeah, like so, all day with salsa. <laughs> well, no, I make a really, I make a really good dip that they're good with. Mm-hmm. Um, 
So, yeah. Are you... Uh, you going to share with the dip? No. I was going to say... <laughs> yeah. What's the dip? What's oh, in the you're dip? not sharing it? It's the bean dip that I made. Oh, okay. I was going to say... With the salsa You, you act as if I've never eaten your cooking. You're yeah. telling me, I make That's this really dip. It's like, uh, have I ever had this dip? I think I probably have. Corn chip dip day. Uh, corn chip day today. It's also puzzle day today. Very good. That would be me. Now, given the choice, you're going to choose. Uh, you, Miss Buckles, would choose. Uh, you'd choose jigsaw. But given the choice, I would choose crossword. Mm-hmm. What kind of puzzle would you, if you had to choose a puzzle, Misty? Which what kind of puzzle would you choose? Uh, probably jigsaw. Um, yeah. Yeah. All right. It's a good way to eat up an afternoon. My mother's a big jigsaw puzzle mm-hmm. worker. My grandmother is a big crossword puzzle worker. My mother-in-law was. She wanted a crossword dictionary for Christmas one year. That's what I got her. Really? That's good. They're really cool. Mm-hmm. I've had one before. Uh, today is a fun at work day. Okay. Let's do that one. <laughs> I hope we have fun at work every day, at least for a little while. That's the intention. Um. Some ways you can have fun at work today. When answering your phone, talk in a fake British accent all day. Uh, mine is not fake. If you watch enough Peaky Blinders, you can come by it easily because it's. Uh, Do you think it's that's British to, or is that or is it? It's very. It's Cockney or it's uh, it's, it's Birmingham, Birmingham, England, that area. So it's not oh, London, okay. England. I, for some reason, was thinking that was set in Ireland. Well, it's got an Irish influence okay. into it. All it's right. um, you know, part of the United Kingdom, but uh, there's an Irish. Mm-hmm. There's melding of those cultures there. Mm-hmm. Make up nicknames for all your coworkers and refer to them only by these names. I mean, I do that on a normal day, but yeah, except me. Good, I never I, got one. good idea there, Sparky. You know, or whatever. Uh, take a picture of your boss, have it framed, and display it prominently on your desk. Yeah. I did. Her name is Gemma, and it's there. <laughs> Kiss up. <laughs> would make all your other coworkers look bad, though, when your boss comes by and it's their picture that's on yeah, your desk. Real, right? <laughs> and then here's one. Pretend your computer mouse is a CB radio mic and talk into it. Come on back, truckers. Talk to Teddy Bear. That's so I good. love that. That'd yeah. be fun. So good to do that a lot today. Do it today. Uh, tomorrow, in case you're looking wanting to know what to celebrate this weekend, tomorrow is croissant day. Mm. Or, I am French. Or like, croissants. Like my... Genetics say that I mm-hmm. my start the Embry's side started in France. Okay. So. So I need to call you Ombre. Uh, croissant though. Work. <laughs> croissant. <laughs> uh, oh, you, you both will want to celebrate this um, vociferously. Yodel for your neighbors' day. I should do that more. <laughs> they my will really appreciate would love it. that. <laughs> Sunday Please, is backwards day. <laughs> Sunday is also hot chocolate day. Mm. So drink your hot chocolate while walking backward. Okay. Sunday is also the Lord's Day. Skate backwards. Mm-hmm. A famous skater is celebrating a birthday today. I can't wait to tell you about it oh, later yeah, in the okay. show. A uh, report says Americans will eat a record 1.42 billion chicken wings during Super Bowl 55. Okay. Uh, you know, I, I'm still considering hot wings, even though Buffalo is out. I'm okay with you considering that. And here's why, here's why, uh, this story is impressive upon me is because in all of the, in all of the Super Bowl meals that you've been part of, mm-hmm. that the two of you have been part of, 
It's not been 55 of them, but it's been a lot. It's, yeah, we're edging in. We've a few years. <laughs> you have, we have never had, even though it is the largest hot wing consumption, buffalo wing consumption day of the year, we've never had buffalo wings Mm-mm. at on our Super Bowl menu. We've had fried chicken when the mm-hmm. Falcons got there, but never hot wings. And so I'm sort of thinking it does – is in slight violation of the spirit in which the menu is generally constructed. Right. Because it's the two teams that are it's the it's the cuisine representing the cities of the from where the two teams hail. Correct. For a while I started doing well it's going to be the cuisine based upon the the host of the game. Mm-hmm. But there I realized there were only about 5 different cities in the country that were going to host the Super Bowl. And so that was going to get boring in a hurry. So I said, well, let's do the teams. But you're big about not lowering or changing standards. Mm -hmm. So here I am allowing a team that got to the AFC championship game, allowing some of their cuisine Mm -hmm. onto the Super Bowl menu, onto the menu for the big game. Right. Am I violating the standard? I feel it, I feel a little dirty about it. I actually. go back to we need to find out what Tom Brady's favorite food is <laughs> because it's his tenth, right? It's his tenth, so we could find plausible reason as to why we allowed the chicken wing in if he happens to be a fan of the chicken wing. I, ju- this just into our news department: Giselle's favorite food is hot wings. Okay, so there, there you go. <laughs> Six degrees of separation. He has a cousin who has a friend. He has a cousin who lives in Buffalo. Whose paper boy lives, yes, in Buffalo. <laughs> Thank you, paper boy. The Super Bowl 55 uniform matchup has been revealed. So the Chiefs will wear red. The Bucks will wear white with pewter. The Bucks are the home team, so they got to pick. So that's, uh, if, if you like to choose who's going to win based upon the colors, yeah, that's win. kind of the classic oh. Chief look. That's how we roll. Yep, yep. Yep. And that's, we call those silks too. Yeah, you can call those. You can call those silks. Okay, good. Yeah, or you can call it a costume. Or mm. oh, no, pink mac and cheese. Uh, some of the more unique, wacky Super Bowl Fifty Five prop bets okay. are out. I know you. You all always get put on the spot an hour before the game. I don't know what to choose. Mm-hmm. So here are some of them. I just want to tell you some of the things that you may likely have to choose between. Will the first offensive play be a pass or a run? Mm-hmm. Because you got a couple different styles with Mahomes and Brady, and it depends upon who's going to get the ball first. And then is Kansas City more likely to run? Brady's more likely to pass. I got a better shot at explaining what's happening <laughs> with the stock market right now. <laughs> and nailing that than understanding what you just said. What's funny is that when Jason shared with me that he had procured an explanation of the stock market, yeah. that's what I told him. Nailed it. Nailed it. So Nailed all I hung on to was Mahomes. <laughs> that's a fun. That's a fun, that's a fun name. name. A score in the first two minutes and thirty seconds of the game. Yes or no? That's a little easier. Okay. Total points by the Chiefs kicker Harrison Butker. Is that a true or false? Tom Brady. Yeah, it's going to be Are an over. Options? It's going to be an over or under eight and a half. Oh. So you'll no be able to say over or under. But um, 
I'm better with multiple choice if you need to know that going into making this <laughs> Tom, matrix. Tom, so you like the Gatorade question. Red, white, yes. blue, green, clear? Yes, yes. All right, got it. And then I'm probably going to go, was there another color? <laughs> Tom, will Tom Brady, will it be over or under 39 and a half pass attempts? How many players will be sidelined due to COVID-19? Oh, Coin toss, okay. heads or tails? Will the weekend first be seen with sunglasses at halftime? Yes. Is that a thing for them? Yeah. Okay. Him. That's what I said. Oh, I thought you said. I thought you said for them. Did I? I don't yeah, know. Sorry. I was just I wondering: are those his okay. preferred pronouns? Because apparently, I have to figure that those types of things out now. I mean, it was the entire weekend. <laughs> the weekend. Right? The weekend will be wearing sunglasses when the halftime show begins, don't you think? Yeah, without a doubt. Okay. Uh, will. You know, it used to be the first beer commercial was a prop bet, uh-huh. but Anheuser-Busch ran everybody out. So now you have to choose between their brands, which yeah. one will be the first one. And then this is interesting. The reason that this is contextual is because Patrick Mahomes was in kindergarten when Tom Brady won his first Super Bowl. So the prop bet will be how many times will kindergarten be said during the broadcast? The over-under will be five. What? That's such good information. I love those nuggets. <laughs> Fantastic. Yeah. We got to do whatever we can to try and keep you all engaged. I like to do that with Jason with our age difference. Right? It's like when I was a senior and I'm fun. like, <laughs> when I was in middle school. <laughs> <laughs> it was 85 when I was in kindergarten. Yeah. It's always fun for me. Yeah. I've heard this story on the horizon for a couple of days, but now I'm thinking, oh, this is a thing that we're going to have to talk about. This headline says, China rolls out. Anal swab COVID testing saying it's more accurate than the throat method. I say, China, go for it. And let us know. Like, I just want to mask cameras everywhere to watch the, the faces of the Chinese people as they go about their daily business after they roll out the anal swabs. This just in. Massive healthcare worker strike in the United States. <laughs> I did learn one thing from this from this story, though. Don't get COVID in China. Not in the butt. It's a real pain in the butt. <laughs> we got to get to a break. More on the way. You're on in the know. Did you know hula hoops were once banned in Japan for causing obscene movements? <laughs> I can see that. I was going to say because of injury, <laughs> but okay. Well, well, that so, was the second time they were banned. For the people out there that are listening that watch 90 Day Fiance, they're going to laugh at the hula hooping. So oh, that's there a is, thing? Yes. Okay. Yeah. There is a person on the show. Right. And she is trying to break the world record of hula hooping. She's in her mid-50s, I guess. So for like length of time? Yes. So how long has she gone? She's still at it? Like uh, is there a live cam like, of this? I, I could be wrong and I'm sure somebody will let me know. But I think like 100 hours is what it would take to beat the world record. Okay. I'm still, I mean, that's impressive. But I'm still back here when you said for a Everyone listening who's watching 90 Day Fiance. And I there thought, are people. So about three of you. <laughs> There's a squad. There is. Yeah. Christy's captain. 
Clearly, she is the captain. Our our DVR will affirm that she is the captain of she the 90 Day She has earned fiance. her right. It's getting a hat and everything in the mail. She, absolutely. Mm-hmm. she probably has a 90 Day Fiance. Getting, you don't know about it. They're getting matching jackets. <laughs> it's coming with the hat. You get your own 90 Day Fiance. Surprise. Well, now, now I'm nervous. <laughs> Why? I was this doing could be fine fun. until then. I hope it's the hoover. For who? <laughs> For who? <laughs> They'd be fun on the camera, right? <laughs> <laughs> Christy's fiance's here. Just, Everybody watch. Just put, them, just put them back there <laughs> yeah. in the corner. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Larry King's cause of death mm-hmm. released, and his widow clarifies it wasn't actually COVID. Really? It was sepsis. Oh, wow. Uh, he had had some injuries, and he had recovered from those injuries, but the infection is what got him. So wow. uh, it's actually how we lost uh, Larry King. It's been fun hearing all the various stories about Larry King. Uh, keeping up with the Kardashians to premiere their final season in March. The new okay. promo is out, Misty, if you've not seen it. I have not. Uh, you can watch it on uh, E! Entertainment. I don't know if that's Facebook or Instagram or what. But anyway, I'm sure if you were looking for it hard enough, you could find. I keep trying to break up with them, and they keep persuading Well, they're going to break back. up with you, I guess, at the end of this season. They'll call, hey, girl, hey. The weekend Super Bowl halftime show will reportedly be much longer than normal. That's good. The show is planned to be 24 minutes long, which is twice as long as any show in the yeah. past. Do you know what the other option is? <laughs> I don't know. It's the game. <laughs> yeah, it's, it, it is. It, it, it does provide. I mean, it has to be difficult for the Chiefs and the Bucks mm-hmm. because the show itself is 24 minutes. Usually what happens is they have a you know a four to five minute break at the end of the half, and then they have a four to five minute break at the end of the halftime show. So total runtime on that, on a 12 minute show, you tack on another 10 minutes uh, for bookend breaks, and you're looking at you know 20, 22 minutes, something like that. The show itself, 24, add tack on. You're talking about maybe a 34 minute swing for the athletes to, I mean, they'll be able to go and watch an episode of something on Netflix during the so, but staying, staying in, pe- staying warmed up, staying loose, I mean, staying focused. May I recommend Bridgerton? <laughs> well, and I was correct on the maybe to Tom Brady. Hooper, yeah, by the way, huh? maybe to Tom Brady. <laughs> it is a hundred hours of hula hooping. Mom, that's insane. I have a friend that says I'm right. So, so there is another living human that watches that other than you. We have yes. <laughs> There can, is someone. Can you come to the station so we can prove you're real, please? <laughs> she would love to. Okay. She would come in any day. I'm going to need a picture of you with today's <laughs> USA Today proving. You're real. You're a real girl. Listen, you know and love her. The, come in any day. The weekend on his Grammy snub says, I personally don't care anymore. So he's moved on. Yeah, he moved on now that he got the halftime gig for the Super Bowl. I've moved on. It's not not a problem. I don't know what the snub was, but. He was not nominated. He had one of the biggest albums of the year and didn't get a single Grammy nomination. Well, that stinks for you. And so they said it was a fix, basically, for him to get overlooked in a snub (sighs) that there uh, are are issues. But, he, I mean, he has three Grammys, but he had a great year and – didn't get even a nomination. It's one thing to not win it. He doesn't necessarily deserve to win, but his his uh, product was on a level to get nominations. Mm. Katy Perry and Orlando Bloom have put their wedding on the back burner. Mm. 
I told you having a kid was hard. What could that mean? I'm telling you, you have to get married first or it's not going to last. So they were supposed to get married in 2020, have a big lavish ceremony, but didn't. But now here's what they've said. So we maybe shouldn't read too much into it. There's a lot of stress and tension, but now things are great between them. They've mentally have an attitude, if it ain't broke, don't fix it, so they don't feel rushed to have a wedding ceremony that they were going to have. Because you're just waiting. All right, well, when are we going to be able to do this like we wanted to be able to do it? So I don't don't know what that means. But uh, also Cicely Tyson. Groundbreaking screen and Broadway actress has died at the age of 96. CBS just interviewed her over the weekend. Of course, of course they interviewed her before uh, this past weekend, but that's when they showed it. So the timing of it was uh, very odd. She sat down with uh, Gail King, groundbreaking actress, been in lots of things. But, She's uh, 96. 96. That's not a current photo, by the way. Um that okay. that was not a photo of her at age ninety six. That's okay. a, that's. A, I was going to say, but she was she yeah. start she was on Roots on the Alex uh-huh. Haley miniseries uh, with Lavar Burton on there. I saw a clip of that this morning. Extremely talented. And then in other musical news today, uh, I learned that Chris Christopherson announced mm-hmm. yesterday that he is actually retiring. Chris Christopherson officially retiring, and uh, at age eighty four. Okay. So. All right. Willie Nelson said, why are you quitting so early? Right. Why are you taking early retirement, said Willie Nelson. Got to get to a break and come back. Got more on the way. Hang around here on In the Know. Gave you the headline yesterday that uh, average humans are fatter than elephants. Remember? I shared that with you yesterday. There's days that I feel like, yes, that's accurate. Is it because we have more junk in the trunk? It's not my problem. Possibly. I mean, only elephant's trunks are only full of peanuts. Yep, yep. So, but we've got all kinds of junk in our trunks. I don't know. I'm just kind of coming up with an explanation for it. I don't it know. Seems to defy. Uh, seems to defy logic. <laughs> what else needs you? Must you need to know about? Oh, I ran across uh, the least least inspirational quotes. Now, this should be fun. Yeah. You know, I've always been a big fan of successories. Yes. But, like, uh, you may not be the sharpest tool in the shed, Mm -hmm. but you're still a tool. I mm -hmm. put that in my pocket. (laughs) The ground's the limit. Some people, some people, the limit is the sky, but other people, the ground is the the limit. If one door closes, open it again. It's a door. That's how it works. (laughs) That, look, that would look good on a poster. Thanks, Karen. Near because, a door. Because I was going to just stand here and wait for it. Put it on a successories poster adjacent to a door. <laughs> be yourself. Nobody else wants to be you. Mm, nailed it. <laughs> I can so agree with that one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I have a dream. Then I wake up, use the bathroom, and go back to bed. <laughs> I have no idea what it was. <laughs> yeah, I was like, yeah, it's I gone. It. <laughs> it's gone. On television for uh, the weekend. This evening, the season six premiere of Atlanta, uh, Little Women Atlanta on Lifetime. Tomorrow evening, if you like Jim Halpert from The Office, you'll like John Krasinski hosting Saturday Night Live. Machine Gun Kelly is the musical guest. 
on Sunday evening, Who Wants to Be a Millionaire features Ray Romano and firefighter Lauren Kuykendall, hosted by Jimmy Kimmel. Also on HBO Sunday evening, The Lady and the Dale, the story of Elizabeth Carmichael, who released a fuel-efficient vehicle during the 1970s gas crisis. I have that set to record. looks kind of interesting. I don't know the story. I remember the gas crisis, but I had no idea that uh, we had a lady who introduced a new car during that time. Must not taken off, or we would... Right. Wouldn't we know more about it? I assume. Uh, today's highlight in history, this day in 1979, President Carter formerly, formally welcomed Chinese Vice Premier Deng Xiaoping to the White House. In 1820, King George III died at Windsor Castle at age 81. In 1936, the first inductees of Baseball's Hall of Fame, including Ty Cobb and Babe Ruth, were named in Cooperstown, New York. In... 1984, President Reagan announced in a nationally broadcast message that he and VP George H.W. Bush would seek re-election in the fall. And then we're going to start rolling through lots of uh, weird anniversaries relative to COVID. Mm -hmm. One year ago today, a charter flight evacuating 195 Americans, including diplomats and their families, left the Chinese city of Wuhan. Got to get out of there. I think they were being threatened with a COVID test. (laughs) 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 Let us swap I don't care. I don't care if it's, I don't need first class ticket. I don't need a coach ticket. I'll I'll fly in steerage or cargo (laughs) or whatever. Just get me on that flight before they give me that COVID test. Birthdays today. Tom Selleck is 76 today. The original uh, Magnum P.I. Mm-hmm. You don't like him because you didn't like him when he was Monica's love interest on Friends. You know what? Yes, you you are exactly right. It was a weird storyline. Right? It was it was a weird storyline, absolutely. Uh, but he was in Three Men and a Baby, yeah. and now Which he's Frank. Good. He's Frank Reagan. He's mm-hmm. the PC of the NYPD on mm-hmm. Blue Bloods, and good. I just loved Magnum. I mean, Magnum P.I. When I was a kid, I mean, come on, mm-hmm. Hawaii and Ferrari and. Yeah. I mean, not so much on the mustache and the unbuttoned shirt and all the chest hair. I was like, all right. Right. Yeah. We both just went there. Right. See? But uh, Oprah Winfrey is 67 today. Earlene Mandrell, my favorite of the Mandrell sisters, mm-hmm. is 65 today. Celebrating her 51st birthday today in all of her roller skating glory is Heather Graham. So she was wearing the roller skates in Boogie Nights. Oh, okay. I told right. you, a famous yep. famous roller skater was celebrating her birthday uh, today. Roller girl. Uh, yeah. Yep. I'm sure your husband knows for certain. I can't remember. I've only seen that movie once or so. Uh, he's only seen it once. Has he? Yeah. Uh, Paul Ryan, former House Speaker, is 51 today. Sarah Gilbert is 46. Justin oh. Hartley. Huh? I thought she was older than that. Sarah Gilbert, um, who's on the Connors and... On the talk. Oh, I'm thinking Laura Ingalls. Who played Laura Ingalls? Oh, Melissa, Melissa Gilbert, Gilbert. Her sister. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I'm yeah. pretty for sure she's Justin Hartley is 44 today. Justin Hartley, This Is Us. Mm-hmm. He plays Kevin mm-hmm. on This yeah. Is Us. And blues musician Johnny Lang is 40 today. Of course, it's kind of weird. Justin Hartley plays Kevin, who plays the Manny. Mm-hmm. Was that? 
That's yeah. the show he was that, on, right? And yeah. This is a, That's oh, by the way, are you caught up? It. Are you caught up? No, I quit watching about the Manny or the uh, yeah. No, I thought you got lost his mind on the show and. Yeah, I just kind of lost interest. In I thought show. a couple of months ago you got caught up again. Mm-mm. Really? All right. No, I was still behind, and then I just lost interest in it. All right. Uh, gone but not forgotten. Thomas Paine, born in 1736. Harriet Tubman, born in 1820. Joe Biden's high school sweetheart, Harriet Tubman. <laughs> uh, William McKinley, born in 1843. W.C. Fields in 1880. John Forsythe in 1918. Played Blake Carrington. On Dynasty, oh, but also yeah. was the voice of Charlie on Charlie's Angels. Oh, I didn't realize that. Okay. Sure. Well, that's a great voice. Mm-hmm. Chart toppers for today. Let's go to 1959. Richie Valens was number one. Are you going to do it? You're the only one that can do it and not get in trouble. What? Make fun of Richie Valens, Donna. No, I'm not going to make fun. I just am over the name songs. Okay. If I do it, I'll get a nastily worded text from my Uncle Hub. Mm-hmm. You say something bad about it. Well, it's smooth sailing. Mm-hmm. It's like, whatever Misty wants is fine. <laughs> 1968, Aretha Franklin, number one. I appreciate one. that agreement we have, Hub. <laughs> Chain of fools. <laughs> You keep saying I'll keep shining like a diamond for you. (laughs) There's no there's no doubt who gets the preferential treatment. Let's get a nineteen seventy seven. Rolls Royce, number one. Not Rolls Royce. Rose Royce. I just go off Shark Tale. Oh, yeah. yeah. I told you all about the time I hit random on my iPod mm-hmm. in my old vehicle. Yeah. I was in the car wash, hit random shuffle, landed on Christina Aguilera's version of this, and I recorded it on my Blackberry. You might not ever mm-hmm. I just thought, hey, this is, I mean, of all the songs on here, my Did iPod was listening. My iPod like- was the universe I, had heard I didn't your... put extra money in it. No, oh, okay. I just got stuck with the yeah. same. Stuck with the same. <laughs> Cars honking behind you. Songs not off. Hold on. Living in the moment, the universe recognized my existence. <laughs> yeah, I was going to. Uh, let's see. Hoping it would be the lottery, but it's the car wash. 1986, Wham was number one when I'm your man. 1995, TLC, Creek. I wasn't going to. We were out of time, but I have to do this. Okay. 2004, Ellie and Milkshake. Bruno Mars, number one in 2013. Are you trying to spark my PTSD from the day I took Milkshake to the yard? Six months later, it's melted. No I just voice. knew you'd be mad at me if I didn't. Uh, Still no voice in the yard. I'm sorry, M- that's fantastic. MB's Prolo Wisdom for today. <laughs> Here I sit all alone. <laughs> the melted milkshake. MB's Prolo Wisdom for today. The two things in life you have total control over are your attitude and your effort. The two things in life you have total control over are your attitude and your effort. MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today. Look forward to seeing you back here on Monday for another edition of our show. For Misty Thomas, for B, Jimmy MB.